What's wrong, cop? Lost your patrol car? Kind of guy take the 205 to Urmston in peace. Here, the captain kicked you off the case, Ryder. You shouldn't be stalking me. I'm warning you, punk. Sit down when the bus is in motion, or you might get hurt. Fuck you, man! Oh, fuck! Come on, man! Is that... a bus? What the fuck, man? It's Hank Ryder! Don't worry, I'll lose him under that low bridge! I always wanted to drive a tour bus. I'm alive to see two folks about to get their asses kicked. Fuck! Lose him with a drift, man! Drifted the fucking bus? Oh man, he's gonna. Ah! My legs! Welcome to Shark Select. We got news to you this week. Shark Select is hosted as ever by myself, Winston, and I am joined by it's Ryan. Hello. Uh, well, before we start, I've got a couple of important things we need to get out of the way. Number one, uh, Ryan, a letter's arrived for you from the Wizard Tower. Mm-hmm. It's from Master Fenric. A summoning? No, I think it's a bollocking. It's a magic letter. It reads itself like an Harry Potter. You uh, right? Dear Ryan, I have got wind that recently you have denied we are real. As you are just you putting on voices, as if we could do such a thing. First of all, might I say, we are real practitioners of magic. And if I catch you lying about us again, you slimy little turd, I will shoot you with my meat staff until you are gooey and full of regret. Yours sincerely, Master Fenrig. Wow. Why are you just got owned, mate? Did ya? Must me told. Why did you go around saying that they were us? What did you have for? I didn't. Well, he must have got wind of it from somewhere. Just older episodes, he just wasn't concrete with whether they were real or whether it was us. Right, we, so, we saw them. We, we, we work underneath that tower. Yeah. You see them every day, Ryan. You just think they are. You. <laughs> they don't look at <laughs> once a tall, bald man who keeps making triangles with his fingers. I don't do that. I mean, I'm literally, the other two do look like palette swaps of him, but uh, they're all the same person. <laughs> How do, you, how do you explain Merlin? Oh, the same person. Don't you mean there's three of them? Oh, Plus Merlin. oh, I'm in trouble now. Oh, fuck. I expect a letter about that next episode. Oh, shit. That backfired. All right. Well, whilst we're going to get bollocked, first of all, let's get the big piece of news out of the way. Straight up, big chunky news blown straight from the whole of facts. <clears throat> Fired out the tip of the tower, yeah, and landed right on the podcast shed, destroying it completely. So today we're filming in what's left of the gladiatorial arena. Although the rest of the platform characters are going to come out in a minute, so we might want to move. But before we do, the big news. We can't put off any longer. I've built up the tension. I believe that we now have enough of a loyal fan base, thank you everyone, that we can now go on to Patreon. Yeah, baby. You know what that means, don't you? We're going to start some professional panhandling on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the first thing to say is, of course, the main podcast is going to stay free for everyone. Uh, we're never going to actually just charge for the main show because that'd be stupid wouldn't it so as you so basically everything will remain as it was on that front but if you do want to bung some De Niro our way not Robert money um, then we'd be very grateful because it helps to get new equipment uh, and pay for some advertising to get us even more listeners which then in a vicious circle would create more good, good stuff for us yeah <clears throat> I suppose what I'm saying the first tier is known as the Charter tier like starter you see <laughs> Uh, and this tier is just one dollar a month. We want to keep it in dollars because it's a bit better value for money because it's either one dollar or one pound. Mm. 
And I'm no economist, but it's one dollar. People don't have to pay us as much, which is nice. So one dollar, you uh, get a monthly shout out on the episode in our new Hall of Fame section. Obviously, it's not got any, anyone in it this week because nobody's joined us yet. And you also get mentioned in every episode description, like a little credit for you. The second tier for five dollars a month would be Intern Wizard. Ooh, exciting! This is uh, obviously the same that we've already been given for the one dollar tier. But you also get a sticker, which you can put on any surface, including your own face, if you so wish. And also access to our little mini-show that we'll do, called The Drip Tray. Ooh, how rude. Which will just be your sort of musing, our musings of the day. Musings of the week, maybe. And we think we might also move our weekly quiz onto this platform as well. To make more room for more stuff, which we're going to discuss shortly. And the last class, if you're some kind of Billy Big Bollocks and you can afford $10 a month... Is uh, you get all that, plus you get your own job in the Wizard's Tower, and a lovely piece of merchandise, which will probably be a free T-shirt. So we were thinking a Patreon special T-shirt, weren't we? It could say I'm a nine to five Wizard on it, with Shout Select logo or something. Whatever it is, it'll be really good, and it's definitely worth thinking about investing in because you'll be one of our good friends, and we'll tell everyone about you, and it'll be nice. So that's our Patreon. Um, What's the word? Debut. Disgust. The word lost me there. So that's good. So next up, I guess we're going to discuss the future of Shout Select. Yeah. Because we've been doing this for just over a year now. Yeah. Uh, We've we've talked about our favourites or most hated of a lot of things. And I think it's time to mix things up a bit. Listeners who listened to the last Shark Burrito and obviously our last couple of episodes will know that we've been doing a few tournaments of late. But... We're aware that you can't keep doing these forever. So instead, we're going to inject, just like at the, in the old days of Shout Select, some other uh, nerd culture things into the podcast. So we're looking at movies, TV series, books. Either way, things that we're into in that whole scape we'll put in there. <coughs> so as of, I think, next episode, we're going to start mixing things up a bit, aren't we? Yeah, every now and again. All right, then. But don't worry, everyone. We're still keeping the most popular part of the podcast, a.k.a. Ryan Surprise, which we'll be coming on to shortly. But first, let's get the usual bollocks out of the way. And I say that lovingly. You know I don't really think it's bollocks. Uh, it's basically where you can find us on the internet. So Twitter, at ShardSelectPod, which is where Stu puts his uh, memes of the week. We're back on Instagram as well. I saw some activity from us on there the other day. ShardSelectPod. We're also back on YouTube. Podchaser, we're still on there, aren't we? We don't check it every time, because obviously stats are beneath us. We're all about the art and the passion. Yeah. Uh, but... We kind of do care, so give us some reviews. Um, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Everyone knows, give us five stars on there, and we'll be happy. It'll make us powerful. Now it's the stuff you've all been waiting for, where me and you shut up, and the best member of the podcast, Ryan, gets to do his bit. It's only Ryan's fucking fucking surprise, isn't it? Go on, Ryan, hit him. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ryan's surprise, isn't it? Yes! So I've got um, a mini um, AI written script for you. Oh, I love those. So we're going to start with that one, get that out of the way, and then we'll carry on with this platformer showdown. I don't know how bad this one's going to get, but it's a White House press conference. <laughs> okay. It can't be as bad as Fast 9-11, right? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Surprise me, Daddy. <clears throat> so, uh, interior, the whitest house. Okay, yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders angers her way up to the podium. How to you your way to a podium? I don't know. I'm guessing like a stomp. Uh, good afternoon. A couple of announcements. I don't actually wish you a good afternoon, and the president hates you all. Questions? <laughs> that could be real. <laughs> Journalists raise their hands. There will be no answers. <laughs> Journalists still raise their hands. It's all they know. Fine. But make the questions good, or I'll explode into spiders. <laughs> Everything's spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, journalist one. Is the president downloading Russian spies into his son? <laughs> Two things. One, if Russia is real, show it to me on this map, news pig. <laughs> Sarah holds up a map of Hogwarts, the wizard day camp. <laughs> you can't because it's not real. And two, the president does not exist. Next question. Are we still building the wall? <laughs> I will have a wall built with your questions and your bones. Every day you try to slay me. I get death threats. They feed me. A threat is a meal. 
I eat meals for meals. <laughs> three meals a day, ten times a day. Next. Genesis 3. Why are you holding that glowing skull? Sarah doesn't answer. The skull glows brighter. The end. That is just like a real American press conference. That's it fantastic. could well be, yeah. I'm a bit disappointed that no one turned into spiders, but... <clears throat> so, but is the, so is the president's aide or whatever she is the same species as Dave from the Alvin and the Chipmunks? It could be, yeah. yeah. He turned into spiders, didn't he? Is this the AI scriptiverse? Yeah, maybe they're all linked. So, last week we saw some uh, interesting names get knocked out of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. This week, the survivors go up against each other for one final battle to see who is the master of platform games. <clears throat> uh, first bat for the first round, Ryan. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of these two. It's Ratchet versus Jax, the battle of the PlayStation mascots that I do not know much about. Mm. This is where Ryan will jump to my aid and help me. <clears throat> one's an elf fella, and one's a made-up character that looks kind of like a fox. Sorry, the foxy lad. They're both pretty good with guns, aren't they? Am yeah, right thinking. And gadgets. So this yeah. is going to be a gadgety gun-like shootout. Um, what's the modifier? Do we know? Uh, yeah, I've got the um, I've got the levels here from last time. We'll use those again, along with my virtual dice. Because the wizards couldn't afford any uh, more arenas. The dice is rolling. The wizards' dice. It's number six. Number six. Is... Flickety dicks. It's hog ride. So they've both got guns and gadgets. Riding on the back of hogs? Mm. In a race. Okay, so I want a foxy fella. Would he have more affinity with the hogs being an animal? Um, would that give him an advantage? Yes, so it would be close as best as who more be acquainted with the animal vehicle. Yeah, I mean, main, most of the vehicles that Ratchet uses are... Um, technology vehicles. Techni technical. They're technology. Yes! Okay, but, well... Uh, so, but... Jax has, has used uh, is actual a, animals. Is that a chocobo-looking motherfucker he can ride? Yeah, called the Flutterflut. And he's also a leaper lizard. I think he might have an advantage here. So who's this one? It's Jax. Oh, well. Shit. Maybe this gives Jax the advantage. Maybe it does, yeah. His previous experience of riding animals means that he can control the hog better. <clears throat> means he can move in close and uh, just blow this, blow Ratchet's head off. So the hog just rides off with a headless body sat on the back of it. Yeah, as much as I'd want Ratchet to go further, I think Jax got him here in a in a hog race. Yeah, hog tied him. That's what he did. See what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's so a round one. Bye bye Ratchet. Hello Jax. Yeah. All right. So race was a round two of the quarterfinals, in which it's Crash Bandicoot from, uh, of course, his own game series Crash Bandicoot on the yeah. PlayStation versus. The character from Celeste, we just put Celeste, which what, what the character was called. But Celeste being the very popular recent platforming game, which plays out a bit like Super Meat Boy. Someone who's used to dying a lot, learning from their mistakes. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Versus a spinny marsupial with a uh, penchant for witch doctor masks. Yeah. <clears throat> he does wear jorts. I always feel I should say this as an opener. I don't know if it makes any difference, but I always feel I should say he's dressed for the late 90s, early 2000s. He, he's like John Cena, but a bandicoot. Um, yeah. So, and you can see him. You can see him, that's, yeah. that's true. So, yeah, we've got spinny bandicoot in jorts versus a character that dies a lot, but learns from their mistakes and comes back stronger uh, in the beloved Indie Darling game. Mm. Yeah. So, what do you think, Ryan? Uh, Crash gets touched. Maybe Crash, I think. Yeah, if Crash gets touched, he dies. Same with her, I guess, though, isn't it? But she goes back a second later and can have another go at it, whereas Crash yeah, does it, it a few times, then it's done for him. Yeah, game well, over. he gets up to 99 lives. Or are we going too meta? Mm, too meta, then. He's got, plus, he's got a coup hasn't he? You have to argue why you think Crash will win, though, Ryan. And he's got all the power-ups, hasn't he? He's got a bazooka and a motorbike. And he can ride a hog. Yeah. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm with you, Crash Bandicoot. Sorry, Celeste. You had a good chance, but ultimately the uh, jorts-wearing marsupial pipped you at the post. <laughs> Next up, it's uh, Sega's original, forgotten, um, now abandoned, down on his look mascot, Alex Kidd, versus their newer, more beloved mascot, Honic the Sedgehog. Only recently, though, isn't it? He did try and get with that girl in 2004. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, 06, wasn't it? Sonic 06. Yeah. He tried to kiss a human girl. Sonic, what were you doing? I was waiting for a bit of the new film where he tried to kiss a girl and uh, the other human characters called him out on it. Like, the fuck are you doing, Sonic? She's just a fucking human. Mm. Like that. Imagine the trouble that would have ensued. <laughs> yeah. Sonic hunted down as being a fucking 
um, otherworldly hedgehog with a predilection for trying to kiss young girls. <laughs> Fucking hell, Sonic. Put it in your pants, mate. She's not Amy Rose. <clears throat> so Alex Kidd, he can fire fireballs, he's got a massive fist, yeah, he's got access um, to gadgets. They're fighting in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, right, okay. I wonder what, what Mario will make of that. Sega's two mascots fighting <laughs> Nintendo's uh, home turf. Um, so, yeah, what else has Alex Kidd got? He's got a biker pogo stick. He can kick your ass at... He's got a magic rock, wand. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Sonic can... Run really fast. Run fast. Super dash attack, yeah. And you can have a fireball or a lightning shield or a watching that goes... Like that. Yeah, and a normal one. And his normal shield, yeah, which is from more traditional Sonic. Yeah. So... He's got a fox that can fly. Can we, I, can no, we, no, we're not, not subbing tails into this, Ryan. You are obsessed <laughs> with tails, you are. No. So... Alex Kidd versus Sonic Ryan. Talk me through your thoughts on it. Oh, it depends if Alex Kidd will be able to catch him. Mm. He's got to go fast, eh? Sonic goes fast. If he gets some rings, that gives him an extra kind of defence. Yeah, he could go supersonic. Yeah. He could if, you use... put, if he puts the cheat code in. Yeah, that's true. And he goes like yellow and a badass. And when he crouches, he just does a one-handed press-up. Yeah. yeah. And just floats when he's standing still. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to have supersonic in. That's probably cheating. Uh yeah. So regular Sonic... Oh, fuck, it's a tough one. Would Alex Kidd be able to challenge him to rock, paper, scissors at any point? Sonic has got hands, though, so he'd be able to do it as well. I'm about to say Sonic, because people would be really pissed off if Sonic comes out, goes out... Yeah, to I reckon Alex that, to be honest, I reckon <laughs> that. As much as um, Alex Kidd got all the power-ups and that, Sega, I think Sonic are just... Sega abandoned him for a reason. Yeah. All those uh, sex abuse scandals he got to go up in, in the uh, early 90s. Hey, well, it's kid. Yeah, man. He was actually 45 years old. It's just an act. <laughs> but anyway, Alex Kidd is defeated. I'm going to say that Sonic probably just cuts him in half with a super dash attack. Yeah. Or hollows him out from the gooch upwards. Ooh, yeah. Undoes his body zip. So, that was gross. Next up, in the next round, it's Zool versus Kirby. Interesting. One's a lollipop-obsessed space ninja. And the other one is a pink ball that consumes all it sees. And the, I mean, if Kirby sees Zool, all Kirby has to do is open his mouth and Zool's fucked. Yeah. How would this play out? Well, <clears throat> they're actually in Sky Chase Zone. Oh, shit. Um, well, neither, neither of them can fly, so what the fuck? I suppose Zool could jump between all those flying turtle robots. I don't oh, think yeah, Kirby's yeah. jump is particularly good. He's just got a regular jump. How, how, so Zool's a ninja, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So can he jump better than Kirby? I'm guessing so. He's got to be an agile ninja, hasn't he? So are we suggesting that Kirby just falls to his death? I what think if, so. What if Kirby hoovers up one of the turtle robots and gets his power? Oh, yeah. Then he'd be able to chase Zool whilst firing slow-moving bullets at him. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. I would say if Zool's able to dodge the bullets and land on Kirby and deliver a killing blow, that's fair enough. Because for Kirby to consume Zool, he has to un- release the robots, t- the robot turtle, and then he falls to his death. Yeah, I think they'll be stuck in his. Kirby will be stuck in a stalemate. Yeah, I think Zool might get him. He won't be able to. Re- he won't be able to release their power because he'll fall to his death. I think Zool wins this round, don't you? I do. Yeah, I'll go with Zool. Yeah. Hashtag fixed against Nintendo. But yeah, okay. Uh, there goes Kirby. Not really, by the way. Uh, next up uh, is two more of Sega's. Uh, Sega's heroes. So there wasn't the other. I think one of them was on the other the microcomputers as well, wasn't it? It's Kid Chameleon versus James Pond Robocard. Oh no, this is going to be awkward. So, Kid Chameleon. We've already yeah. established could be a samurai, a rhino, a tank, uh, probably a ninja. I think a rhino. Did I say a rhino man? I did, didn't they? Yeah. It could be all kinds of things, basically. Samurai and yeah. So, what's Robocard got against Kid Chameleon? He's a he's a fish in a robot body. And you can stretch really high. Yeah. Does he have an ability to fire projectiles? No. If people touch him, does he instantly die? Yeah. <laughs> but he can also tuck inside himself. Like a turtle? Yeah. Does that then defend him against all attacks? Uh, some, I think, yeah. I think Kid Chameleon might have the edge on Robocop. Depends where they're fighting. Well, they're fighting in Green Hill Zone. I don't think it really has much effect. What well, was a nice song playing in the background? Yeah, no, uh, just the fact I don't like Kid Chameleon, but you want to get rid of him, right? Um, I reckon he'll probably take Robocon. He I probably mean, he can only stretch upwards. Yeah, he stretches upwards. If Kid Chameleon's a samurai, I'll just cut him in half. Yeah, just cut him at the expanded bit. Yeah, I think it's probably the end for James Pond Robocon, isn't it? 
Yeah. Sorry, James Pond Robocard. Nothing personal, mate, but you didn't stand a chance against Chit Chameleon. Brutal. So who's next in the quarterfinals? It's Earth... Oh, this is going to be so difficult. I love both of these characters. Earthworm Jim versus Gex from... Uh, uh, well, from Gex. <laughs> um, fucking hell. One's a gecko who can disguise as different Suave things. Suave gecko, isn't he? Yeah. He's either Leslie Phillips or Danny John Jules and has different powers. And the other one is Earthworm Jim who's a earthworm in a super suit with a ray gun who's also very funny. It's voiced by... Um... What's his name? Dan, Dan Castanoletta, is it? Yeah. Homer Simpson, basically. He, he, but he also did the voice for Gex in the US release. Did he now? He did now, yeah. Fucking hell, I didn't know that. Yeah, Enter the Gecko, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there was two, wasn't there? There was well, Gex 3D, it was, because Enter the Gecko was the movie one, and that was Danny John Jules, wasn't it? Or did, no. Was that the one, Deep was Cover Gecko was... Deep, deep Cover Gecko <laughs> was Danny John... John Jules. Yeah, that's right. And, Gex, and Enter the Gecko, which was like the... Spy one, yeah. Was, um, Leslie Phillips for the UK release, yeah. But um, Homer Simpson for the US release. Because yeah. Leslie Phillips was in a lot of Carry On films, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, probably didn't know him. So anyway, Earthworm Jim, he's got a ray gun, he's got a flying motorbike spaceship thing, a fucking super suit, and he can use his head, he uses his own body as a whip or a helicopter. And Gex, as we've already established, can be a secret agent, a soldier, a ninja, uh, a superhero, a detective, a vampire. He's got a whippy tail and he's got a tongue that can grab you. So, what do you think, Ryan? I think it might be Gex, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's just more um, adaptable, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. All right, I mean, it's, I'm really sorry to see Earth and Jim go at this point, but yeah, um, I really like Gex, and I really want to just give him. Let's see where the, the uh, where they're fighting if it makes a difference. Toxic waste, crash one. Hey, toxic waste. I suppose Gex might have some powers that make him toxic proof, um, but Earth and Jim's got a super suit. Does this change things, Ryan? Uh, I don't think so. Nah, fuck it. Know. Sorry, Earth and Jim. Game over, my friend. At least he died with dignity as Gex. Kind of flicked him out of his super suit and ate him. Yeah, I suppose a gecko probably would. So uh, there we go. Good victory for Gex. Sorry about Earthworm Jim. Next one is Raymon from uh, Ubisoft's famous mascot versus Spyro Le Dragon. Uh, I was going to say what Ryan said last week. He's a fucking dragon. Um, well, he is. Yeah, Raymon's got floaty limbs and a weird hairdo that he uses as a helicopter, but Spyro is a dragon. He flies. He breathes fire. He's a dragon. Yeah. Where are they fighting? They're fighting uh, on a Crash 2 level where there's them giant bees. Okay. Um, that supposed to make much difference. I mean, Spyro could burn the bees, whereas the bees might sting Rayman in his um, disconnected limbs. Exactly. So I, th- so I think um, it's probably game over for Rayman, isn't it? Yep, same As we can hear, the cat of judgment has agreed as such. Sorry, Rayman. And last up, it's a Nintendo off. So either way, guys, a Nintendo character's got to win this. (laughs) Samus from Metroid versus Mario from Mario. So one can jump and go, (laughs) and has various hallucinogenic powers, like thinking he's a giant, uh, thinking he can launch fireballs, and thinking he's got a cape, and can float. And one is a super suit-wearing space bounty hunter. Who's yeah. can fire rockets and energy beams and can fold into a ball. Uh, and the fighting in a haunted house. Ooh, I mean, did Luigi tell Mario about how to... If, if Luigi was there, it would be a different story, isn't it? but it's Mario. Then again, Mario's done Mario got captured, too. though, didn't he, in the original one? Yeah, so that's why Luigi goes in there, so... He has done haunted houses before, though, as well, in Super Mario World, where it's those ghosts that hide from you when you look at them, the booze. When you look away, uh, yeah. they go, and float towards you. Um, I'm just going to go straight out and say it's Samus, isn't it? Well, let's face it, Samus can take more hits, a lot more hits. Yeah. And she can fire <laughs> energy balls and missiles. So, in a shocking turn of events, Mario goes out in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Oh dear! Come at us, internet. Come at us! All decisions will be based to you. Um, okay. So then, that leads us on to the semi-finals, Ryan. Yeah. The semi-finals, be. Ryan. Who have we got? It's going to be Jack versus Crash, isn't it, first? Jack versus Crash! Isn't it mm. another PlayStation off? So, okay. What's the arena? 
Roman Colosseum filled with ram- with Raymond Rabbids. A Roman Colosseum filled with raving. See, if, if Rayman was in there, he might have had an advantage. That's his franchise. Yeah. So, it's Jax versus Crash in the Colosseum full of rabbits. Yeah. What are the rabbits doing? Are they just running around being chaotic? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, destroying stuff, like tearing the wall apart and stuff. Fucking hell. So, Jax has got guns. We've established this. Yeah. And gadgets. Crash Bandicoot can spin around, jump on you, and has a mask that gives him an extra hit. I hate to say it, Ryan, but I think this might be where where Crash Bandicoot goes out. Not if he does that spinning thing. He could take out a load of rabbits, couldn't he? But as he's spinning, Jax will just shoot him. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But I think as Crash goes down, the rabbits just swarm onto him and consume him. Just like ripping his flesh off. <laughs> like in um, Shaun of the Dead, just ripping him in half and ripping all his guts out. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> Jax just watches on like... Nope. <laughs> Try not to be sick. It's a hollow victory for Jax. He didn't want to see that happen to Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. It's sorry. A shame. Sorry, Crash. Yeah, sorry, mate. At least Earthworm Jim just got eaten and it was quick. Yeah. Next up it's is Sonic versus Zool. So they're both fast, but I think Sonic may have a bigger range of powers and isn't a corporate shield to Chupa Chups. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but. <laughs> Where are they fighting? On a thin wooden plank over an active volcano. I think Sonic might have the edge here. Do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, the thin, thin wooden plank. The thin wooden plank's not a problem because platform characters only ever move from side to side. So they have no. The depth doesn't matter to them when you think about it. Well, unless they did turn 3D. That's when Sonic turned 3D, he went a bit crap, didn't he? Well, I'm thinking maybe this is Sonic at his height of his power. I think we can go from at the lowest of their power. They have to be at the height of their power. After all, Crash was allowed all his gadgets. <coughs> Zool could stand there doing the old praying mantis thing. Yeah, I mean, what moves does Zool actually have? Uh, oh, it's been a while since I've played. I think it's just jump attacks. <laughs> yeah, Sonic can <laughs> jump attack or dash attack, and he's got bubbles. Not Michael Jackson's chimpanzee. I mean, he's got, like, uh, existing powers. <laughs> if he had that fireball, he could survive in the lava, couldn't he? Like that flying back and forth. Uh, I think it's going to be Sonic, Ryan. I think Sonic's going to have to go through. You just got a bit of a Sonic fanboy, to be honest. But yeah, uh, actually, right. I, re- I refuse to watch that movie because it looks shit. <laughs> there you go. I said it. It looks shit. I don't care if Jim Carrey's back to his best in it. I don't really like him very much either. What are you gonna do about it? Sorry, about that. <laughs> a bit of a rant there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but you would agree that Sonic probably would have won that one. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Mario. <laughs> uh. Next up, then, who have we got, Ryan? Next up is... Um, where's it gone? Kid Chameleon versus uh, Gex. Okay, they can both turn into different things and both have different powers. This one's got to be close. Where did, where's the fight happening? In the Scorpion Desert and from Alex Kid. All right. Uh, three words for you. Four words, because I didn't count one of the smaller one. Gex is a gecko. Geckos live in the desert. Does this give Gex an advantage? Why not? <laughs> Kid Chameleon is some little 90s chode with uh, you can turn to Oh yeah, it's, it's a 90s chode that wears jeans and a leather jacket and sunglasses. Yeah, 80s sunglasses. Yeah. So I think it's like it's like trying to be trying to be a Terminator. Yeah, 10-year-old <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, yeah. I think um, from this little technicality which is discovered, Gex wins this round. <laughs> Hashtag Gex for champion. So is this the end of Kid Chameleon then? Why not? You don't like Kid Chameleon. You're glad to see him. Yeah, I don't like Kid Chameleon. He's a bit of a cock. He's a bit of a cock. Ryan's yeah, the episode. Imagine if you knew that kid when you were little. You're like, what? you see him you're like, what a fucking prick. <laughs> there he goes again. Oh, look at me. I'm the Kid Chameleon. And I play this video yeah. game. Who are in my VR game? I could be a rhino man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, nerds. That's what you talk like. Yeah, he probably would, wouldn't he? Hey, nerds! Who wants to see me turn into a tech? What a prick. Yeah, he loses. Fuck him. He's convinced me instantly. Who's the last it's battle of the quarterfinal? Spyro versus Samus. Oh, shit. This is going to be a tough one. What's the arena? Oil Ocean. Hmm. From Sonic. Okay. This f- massively falls into Spyro's hands. Because all he has to do is light the oil up and fly away. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, yeah. I mean, Samus does have a super suit who can do really high flips. So maybe she can flip right to the top of the oil ocean and be safe from it. So that would be a, she's standing on the top of the oil ocean on like a pylon thing, uh, trying to shoot down Spyro. But Spyro's flying around, breathing fire. What do you think? It's tough. I mean, 
She's used to taking on big baddies and everything. But Flying again, he's, well. again, he's a, he's a he's a fucking dragon, isn't he? <laughs> Motherfucking dragon, bro. Um, oh, it's tough. I don't want to give it to. They're both equally qualified in my eyes. Should we do a dice roll? Should we, should we let fate decide this round? And to see what? Who wins? Yeah, but like by how close? So if it's evens, what happens? If it's evens, then Spyro cooks Samus inside her armour like a uh, boil in a bag fish. If it's odds, Samus shoots Spyro's face off mid-flight and he falls into the fire of his own creation. Yeah, it's evens. Oh dear. Sorry, Nintendo fans, but I think that's one of your last mons out, isn't it? It might be the last one. (laughs) It is, is, yeah. According to fate, Samus is cooked inside her own armour like a boil in the bag fish and falls into the flames. And Spyro goes through to the semi-finals. That's a, that was tragic. It was tragic, wasn't it? Yeah, Nintendo fans, we honestly don't hate Nintendo. It's, it looks like it's every episode. But, but but we don't. I've got a Switch. I've got games on it. <laughs> Not many first-party ones, but still. Um, so, <clears throat> time for, I believe, the semis now, then. It is, yeah. I like that word. Semis. Sorry. Okay, go on. Who've we got there, Ryan? Who's first in that series? It's uh, Jack versus Sonic. Jack versus Sonic. Jack's got guns and gadgets. We've established this. But you know who else has got guns and gadgets and never wins? Dr. Robotnik. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't even win the League of Thick Boys, did he? Uh, Sonic can jump, dash attack and bubble. Um, if he has the right bubble, he could stave off Jack's attacks with the guns. What do you? Where's, where's the battle taking place, Ryan? Hyrule Castle. So it's a big old castle. And on it are Sonic and Jax having a good old fight. Are they at height? Are they at the top of one of the towers? Oh, could be anywhere in the castle, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts, Ryan? It's whether Jax would get a good shot on Sonic or not. Yeah, he's fast, isn't he? He's got to go fast. That's the main thing we know about Sonic. Whatever mm. happens, he has to go fast. There's not an eventuality where Sonic does not go fast. Yeah. So, would we say Jax is unable to hit such a moving target? Potentially, yeah. Does Sonic get the win, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I think he does, to be honest. I'm enough for Jax anyway, fuck him. So, Jax is uh, <laughs> defeated and falls off the top of Hyrule Castle, like Dick Jones at the end of Robocop. Sonic is the victor. Get the cat out of the way before she jumps on the laptop. There we go. Okay, so that was the first round of the semi. Sonic is now in to the, whatever the next part of the final is. The final final, isn't it? Mm. So who's next to go up into the final? Then? It's Gex versus Spyro. Oh, no. <laughs> one's literally a fucking dragon, but one's Gex, who I really want to win. <laughs> Ooh, that's awkward. Hmm. <laughs> so, Spyro can fly, breathes fire. Gex can, has various skills, because he's a bit of a master of disguise. Uh, and he can do different things. He's got a whippy attack and a tail. Where's the fight taking place, Ryan? It's taking place on the mushroom level in World of Illusion. With that blue caterpillar giving you the space all the way through. Yeah. Hmm. What's your thoughts, Ryan? Well, world of illusion, isn't it? It's uh, Gex's forte. Ah, his, uh... He can use his disguises and things to beguile Spyro. Yeah. Maybe Spyro think it's another pervy, pervy blue caterpillar, but then boom, he's Gex. But... I don't know. Oh, tough one. He's a fucking dragon. Yeah, I think realistically it's got to be Spyro, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I mean, they're both lizards. It's a lizard off, really. He's only... I mean, Spyro's only a little dragon. But he can fly, he can do all of that stuff. Yeah, Gex can't fly. He can glide, though, can't he? Yeah, he can glide in some of his costumes. Yeah. But you have to get high up, wouldn't you, to get the drop on Spyro? Can Spyro fly all the time or only in certain levels? I only played the first one and he could only glide because he was only little. So they can both glide? Yeah. One breathes fire, one doesn't, but one's got multiple skills. Depending on what he comes dressed as. Is there any way we can wangle Gex to win this? <laughs> it's got to be Spyro realistically, isn't it? Unfortunately, Gex goes out this round. Yes. Uh, and Spyro goes through to the final, whilst the illusion forest burns with Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck still in there. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, oh he's in Duck anyone? Um, so on to the final. Sonic versus Spyro. Yeah, and it gives us... We've got three levels left from previous. Uh, unused, so let me get a D3 out and we'll give it a quick roll to see where the final's held at. It's number two, your bedroom. Oh, shit. The final's in my bedroom? 
Yeah. Okay, so it's a smallish it's bedroom. Sonic versus a motherfucking dragon. <clears throat> Spiral. Sonic won't have much room to go fast. All he can do is jump desperately. <laughs> like that. Jump on the spot. Yeah. Um, Spiral's a dragon with fire. My bedroom is probably quite flammable. Oh dear. I think Sonic's dead. Uh, I reckon he doesn't even use the fire. Just munches him. Jake's <laughs> like goes bing bong and drops off of the screen when he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go then. The greatest platformer character of all time, including, according to Trial by Combat, is Spyro the Dragon, everyone. He's won. Mm. He beat out... That's beat out... All those other opponents. It was like 32 of them or something. Yeah. 32 and he beat them all. Now, who would have thought a Nintendo or Sega character didn't make it to the end? So there you mm. go, Nintendo fans. It's not fixed. We killed all the Sega ones too. <laughs> all right then. Wicked. So that was the main feature for this week. Did you enjoy that, Ryan? Yeah. Next up then, it's time for our reviews part of the game. It's the Wizard's Tower. And unfortunately, Ryan, the Wizards are in today, so you might have to put up with a bit of a bollocking as we go up there. <laughs> Come on, let's go. You go first, Ryan. I'll join you in a minute. I need to, I'm just waiting down here for a minute while I think of what game to review. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me go first, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Dude. Hello, Wizards. Oh, fuck off. Uh, all right, no need for that. Ryan we're says... Just, we, what? We're just here to do the Wizards Tower Review games. Right? Not until you apologise to me. No. You are such a cunt. <laughs> Look, Fenrig, we've got a Patreon going now. We've got to try and get some more money in to pay our own way so we don't have to be held to your fucking weird finance system. <laughs> Why, what's wrong with my finance system? If I have to put one more crystal... Oh, you know where. You know what I'm... I'm not even going to get into it. Fuck off, Wizards. We're going to do the review. Okay, fine. I'm going for a wank anyway. <laughs> wow, too much information. Okay, so the Wizards are gone. Ryan, it's okay now. It's safe. I think he's got to right, pleasure yeah. himself All right. in the Dome of Pleasure. So whilst he's doing that, uh, let's kind of uh, get into the into the reviewing of the day. Who do you want to go first? You or me? You can go, it's all right. Okay. So for my review this week, we've got to cast our minds back to 1999. What were you doing in 1999, Ryan? There. Uh, I think I was waiting for the Millennium Bug, to be honest. Yeah, I think I was too. It was going to happen. Everyone was going to die. It was awesome. Never happened. Um... Tell you what did happen though. Capcom released Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Alright, yeah. Yeah, for the PS1. And I think it was out on the Dreamcast as well. Um, and this game was obviously the sequel to Resident Evil 2. No, you say. And it followed the adventures of Jill Valentine, who was a character from the first game, where she tried to escape Raccoon City at about the same time as Resident Evil 2 happened. Alright, yeah. So you, you, even, you even get to spend a bit of time in the police station before you go off elsewhere. And you meet a gang of mercenaries who work, work for Umbrella who are there to uh, rescue people. Although everyone knows what Umbrella's like, come on. They're not really there to rescue people, are they? And, of course, you meet the nemesis. You know what he is? He's a nemesis. He's a big, leather-wearing, thick boy with a big old scarred-up face. And he's got a rocket launcher. And he goes, Stars! Because obviously he's after the members of the Stars team that were in the first game. So that's what he says a lot. Yeah. And he tries to shoot you with his rocket launcher and... A new thing, because in Resident Evil games up till this point, enemies didn't follow you between areas. So if you walked through a door or walked upstairs, everyone was just like, oh, right. Oh, fuck you, then. <laughs> didn't follow you. Um, much like the Lickers do in the recent Resident Evil 2 remake, I've noticed. Makes it really easy to kill. Mm. Keep peeping around doors and shooting them. But yeah, yeah. Um, Nemesis could follow you. So the first time you played it, you walk through a door, it's like, ah, fuck you, Nemesis. Then you go, it's like, oh, shit. And then you have to run <laughs> again because he keeps chasing you. And it took ages to lose him. There were several points in the game where you could fight him if you wanted. But you used loads of ammo doing it. But there was a reward aspect to it. You got different pieces. The way you combine them, you make a really good Desert Eagle handgun. Or as it was called in the game, the Deagle. Get the Deagle parts. Get the Deagle. Yeah. Once you had the Deagle, it made the game far more fun. So that's ne- that's Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. And I would put that probably on the thick tier, I'd say. Thick? Yep. Because it introduced some uh, interesting... Yeah, multiple choice sections that affected the ending. So there's different endings now. Uh, you could be rescued by series favourite Barry Burton. Jill, uh, are you okay? Barry Burton. It also has some really good uh, bits in it. There's a bit where she slaps someone, but because of the animation of the day, it's like a, a soap opera slap. Like, it's really telegraphed. Uh, like, she raises her hand, and a full two seconds later hits him. And it's like, he's like... Ugh! 
And it's dead funny. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see my physical movements there, but it's very good. So, yeah, Resident Evil 2. 3. Resident Evil 3. That's what I meant. So, uh, what's your thoughts, Ryan? Uh, never really played it, to be honest. No, not been into much of the Resident Evil games. Fair enough. Just don't ever play. Don't ever play five and six, and you'll be okay. I played. I played a bit of five with me, didn't five you? Five with you, yeah. yeah. It wasn't too bad playing it co-op. But, but oh, fucking hell, single player. Stop trying to give me herbs. I'm trying yeah. to save them. Uh, Resident Evil Four is overrated too. Come at me, internet. All right. What's next, Ryan? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna cast your mind back to 2016. Ooh, good year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the with uh, the sequel to 2012's original, it's uh, Dishonored 2, everybody. Oh, good shout. Fucking love Dishonored 2. Yeah. So it's an uh, um, action-adventure, stealthy-if-you-want-to-be sort of game. Yeah. Developed by the brilliant Arcane Studios. I do like Arcane Studios. They also, they're, they're the guys behind um, Dark Messiah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, make yeah. that connection. Yeah. And Prey as well. Yeah. We, they did, uh, yeah, they did Dark Messiah. Dark they Messiah. Sarath. Who's using my voice? It's all right. Go away, Fenric. Carry yeah. on. Uh, <clears throat> so this game came out uh, November 2016, and it took place in the fictional city of Karnaka instead. Yeah, I think it was, was based on like Sicily or somewhere. Yeah, like it's like the southern. Area Mediterranean island, it was kind of like, wasn't it? Yeah, so you went from the dirty, grimy streets of Dunwall, yeah, Dunwall, which was a very, very fantastic place, anyway. Yeah, pretty much London, to, yeah. And you went to Karnaka where it was uh, washed, whitewashed buildings, yeah, very different. sunshiny, uh, and there was the weird, horrible mosquito y things there instead. Oh, what were they called them? Blood, something, something. blood flies, yeah, you had to burn the nests, yeah, I fucking ate those things. Yeah, fucking horrible. Look at like the people that are infected with them. They have a hive in their back. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking grim. Yeah, like like build hi- Yeah, they build hives in in your back. Yeah. And you can oh. play as different characters, couldn't you? Yeah, the first one you could play as uh, Emily, or you could continue the adventure as Corvo. Yeah, that's right. Emily being the empress who's been dethroned, I guess you could say, usurped. Yeah, usurped by her mum's sister. A wicked aunt. Yeah, wicked, wicked... What's her name? Delilah, Wicked wasn't witch it? Witch Delilah, yeah. And she was also the baddie in one of the expansion packs in the first one. She was, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. She was a bell and I hated her. Yeah, but it brought new abilities and stuff as well. Which was, uh, it was great. I enjoyed it. What was your favourite mission? It's got to be the Clockwork Mansion, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be the Clockwork Mansion. All I want to say is, if you enjoyed Thief back in the day, before that really boring new one they did at the start of this gen. If you enjoy Classic Thief, you'll definitely enjoy Dishonored 2. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, but because I, I play it like Ghost, where yeah, don't, don't get spotted, don't kill anyone. Yeah, me too. Uh, things like that. It does limit your play playthrough. You've got all this equipment and you don't use it. <laughs> yeah, just stockpiling gear. <laughs> yeah, they stockpiling grenades and lethal crossbow bolts and incendiary rounds and all that, and you don't use it. <laughs> I fucking love playing it stealthy, though. You get such yeah, a sense of achievement, yeah. don't you? But then when someone falls down the stairs and dies, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's <laughs> to load your back up. But there's even that bit when you have to, it's that third map or something, you have to go to that hospital on the island. Yes. And to, to rescue that, you have to rescue some woman and it turns out she's this murderer that's been going around. She's yeah. got like a... She's basically Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, she? yeah, like Jekyll and Hyde, that's it. And then obviously if you choose, if you choose to rescue her and do the extra mile, <clears throat> then she comes, she appears later on in the boat. Yeah, that's right. So things you do in the game have an impact later on. Yeah. Well, I think one of my favourite twists that I didn't even realise until my third playthrough was the one where you've got the time device and you can leap through yes, time. Yes, that. that's a really clever mission. It's a, it's a mansion in it where nowadays it's obviously decrepit, mm. decrepit and derelict, but you can use your time device to go back in time and it was uh, open and bustling and all that. And then what you do in the past changes what happened what's there in the future in the map yeah. and if you do the good choice on that map it's quite a drastic change because characters you've known all the way through the game look different yeah because different things happen to him it's well clever yeah well it's a it's not really t- it doesn't really tell you to do so but the guy that you, that's there he changes from that day because he witnesses something in the past but you can if you stop him from witnessing it i.e you can kill him or just, just, just chokehold him in the corner. Yeah, I'll just fire a sleep dart at him so he doesn't doesn't he never goes to the meeting. Then when it when you finish the level, it's like 
everything's better yeah, than it should have been. Fine. Yeah. The mansion's fine, the guy's fine, and the Billy Lurks suddenly got both eyes and a hands back. One yeah. of the hands back. It's clever. Yeah, it's, was, really, it's really well done. I was like, whoa. As an additional fact, did you play Death of the Outsider, the expansion? Yeah. I wonder how they're going to explain the way her getting a limb and her eye back, but they, the outside just takes it back off her. It's like, nah, the timelines are fucked up. Takes it back off her and gives her the, um, like, metal limbs, I want to say. Like, the the otherworldly limbs. Oh, he does, does he? Yeah, at the start of it, doesn't he? Which I thought was very clever. So, yeah, where are you going to put yeah. this on the two, then? I said you're not supposed to have this. And takes, yeah, pretty takes much. Eye back. So, yeah. like, who's broken time? Fuck's sake. Time cops. Time cops. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme got a... It was a really deep game, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, multiple choices and pathways. Uh, but anyway, wank that cock enough. We have indeed. Um, it's dry. I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna stick it in shot. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Very good game. It deserves to be in shot. I mean, I, I, I've got over sixty hours on it. On <laughs> oh wow! Alone, and it's each pl- playthrough is only about fifteen <laughs> hours, maybe. Yeah, I've played the first game more, but I admit that's because I've played it more and I know it more, so I could just like. I'm like a machine going through each level and stealth. I need to play a bit more to get a bit more used to it. Mm. But it is a very good game. Very clever. So good choice, Ryan. Stu, what do you... Oh, shit, he's dead. Stu's dead, isn't he? Alright, so, uh, Wizards, do you want to do that random thing you do for some reason? Oh, yes. How are we getting down from the tower today? I'm going to write Stu's corpse down. See you later. I thought he was going to use him as a sledge down the stairs or something. No, he just rode off the edge of the tower. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. <laughs> oh, really? And I, Master Wizard, I've been perfecting my skateboarding skills. <laughs> so I'm going to grind the handrail down the spiral staircase. Here I go. Wow, there we go. That was the Wizard's Tower. Uh, good, good game, Brian. Good game. Should we go back down to the shed? Or what's left of the shed after we got destroyed? I might sit up here and have a brew for Yeah, us. fuck it. The Wizards are gone. Yeah, Let's from just... this... I'll pour some out of this kettle that's already boiling. No, no, no. Don't drink that. It's what? It's suspicious-looking fluid. <laughs> oh, covered in suspicious fluid. Nice one, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Whilst we're, whilst we're wiping down, let's finish up with a bit of a, a game of Who Am I? This game, of course, it's the... Well, we should probably make this the final, shouldn't we? Yeah. If it's going to be moving over to Patreon next week. So, this is the final. So, make sure to post your answers off to at Shark Select Pod. Slide into the DMs. If Stu's not dead, he'll look at it for you. If he is dead, then sorry about that. Um, so, let's have a look. Last week's was I feast upon death and decay, thrive in darkness, and hate the light. I have a love of finding forgotten things, hang around with tradesmen, and wear a blue waistcoat. Who do you think it was, Ryan? I'm not sure, to be honest. I've not really thought about it from last week. Very famous, very famous video game character. Oh, right, you have to tell me then. Uh, it's Toad from Mario. Oh, yeah, yeah. Should have said he looks fungus. like. He wears a blue waistcoat. <laughs> oh, I thought you should have said it looks like a looks like a bell end and then swears at you when you find him in the castle. <laughs> That's the alternative. You've seen it, is that when he's, if you zoom in on him, the pixelated version, mm. it looks like he's flipping you off. Yes, it does. I remember right, the prince that. Prince is in another castle. Fucking fuck off, Mario. Yeah. I wanted to rescue her, is what you're saying, basically. Fuck off, Mario. She doesn't live here anymore. She's with Bowser now. Give it up. Anyway, that's for that's for next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> here we go for this week. So, you ready? The grand final. This is a difficult one. You might not get this one, Ryan, but if you do, well done. I'm proud of you. I am perhaps not known for my cheerful good nature, though I have been complimented on my looks when it comes to formal soirees. I have a pretty unconventional tool for killing baddies, which shouldn't even work. And my friends include a man with a silly quiff. <laughs> if you think you know the answer to that one, A, well done, and B, make sure Stu hears about it at Shark Select Pod. Yeah. And you can win a prize of nebulous design, because we're still not sure what it is yet. But it'll be good, whatever it is. You can be sure of that. And that rounds out the meat of the podcast. Yeah. Before we go, I just want to reiterate one more time, because it's important this, that as of... Right now, if you listen to this, or when this episode is launched, should I say, hmm. we are now on Patreon. That's Patreon for the, our non-French language listeners. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Shart Select. So remember, if you if you do feel like bunging some money our way, we are eternally grateful, and we will of course repay you with excellent tier bonuses. 
For everyone else, we will remain free and we will always remain ad-free. You will never get any annoying ads for build your own website yeah. companies on our podcast. Uh, yeah, no, no ads, but here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hello, <laughs> my name is Master Fenrig, and I sponsor Shard Select. Listen to it now, or I will shoot you with my meat staff. <laughs> yeah, play my game. <laughs> play my game. Dog Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> Came out 14 years ago, yeah. you can get it pretty cheap. Nice one, Fenrig, for sponsoring the game that's 14 years old, you clown. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, it's like we say... We love all our listeners, and if you do want to sign up on Patreon, then the only bonus episodes will just be little extra bits. We're never going to hide whole episodes from you. Because that's not very nice, is it? No. I'll say, as of next week, expect some maybe new features slipping in as well. It's going to be a right old change around. It's going to be nice. And coming soon, we might be getting a uh, irregular co-host, fair-weather co-host, Pixie Podcast on every now and again. That'd be nice, won't it? Yeah. Fans of our earlier work will remember Pixie Podcast as our on-off love rival for many episodes. There was that one episode where it came like we, we came com- uncomfortably close to grooming him. <laughs> yeah. And now, because of Stockholm Syndrome, he's going to become an irregular host every now and again. We'll yeah. also expect more hosts soon. I'm not going to spoil it for you just yet, because you might not know who some of them are, but um, there's going to be some interesting new episodes with different guests. Mm-hmm. And that's all we've got to say. Uh, Ryan, sign us out. All right, yeah, so you'll be listening to um, Shart Select. You can find us on Twitter at Shart Select Pod. To my left is uh, Winstolf. Oh, yeah. You can find him at Winstolf on Twitter. He's also got a lovely little blog where he puts the episodes... Episode guides. Guides, yeah, to go along with it. And that's www.winstolfportal.blog. Yeah, man. Uh, with a zero instead of an O. You knows it. Uh, but if you want to find him on Twitter, it's just Winstoff with just an, an O, not a zero. Because I keep forgetting to change it. Which he's going to change it right now, I think. Because okay, I'm going to tell I'll him. I'll get on my browser and I'll do it. Yeah. You've got to watch. And I'm Ryan, and you can find me at Shout Select Ryan on Twitter. And that's it mainly. That's where I Reside. exist. Yeah. Everyone add Ryan on Twitter at Shout Select Ryan. Get him added. He yeah. puts funny stuff up. And he yeah. likes to wind up other podcasts. Yeah. And can I just say, for the record, I am now Facebook free for nearly two months. Well done. Yeah. Proud of you. And I'm, I love it, yeah. I barely use mine anymore. I hate even putting a like on it now. Yeah, that's why I disabled it. Well, look at it every day. So just, can... There's nothing on there. No, no. I can still find... I can still get on Messenger if people want to message me on there, but nobody yeah. does. <laughs> and then, like, if you're important to me, I've got your phone number. So I don't even go on Twitter. I don't even go on it. Like so I got rid of it. I've been a slave to it since 2007. You should delete it. And I used to be a right little legend. Lord, Join me. Delete hashtag delete Facebook. Hashtag Facebook free. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, this has been Shout Select. Uh, ironically, in future, when we, if we ever get enough money for ad, from Patreon for advertising, we might advertise on Facebook. <laughs> but uh, until then, yay! <laughs> I won't be going back to it though. But yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Much love. Peace as um, as the uh, Wood Elves say, bye. Can't you bother somebody else? Follow us on Patreon. <laughs>